0: Hello and welcome to episode two of the Off the Backboard podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Ali, joined by my co host and Spurs fanatic, Tarek. How are you doing today, guys?
1: (laughs) I'm doing good, Ali. I'm doing good. For the record, I'm not a Spurs fanatic, but uh, I like you. I, you know, I like the effort.
0: You know, uh, six <laughs> six in the West, bro. We still remember it. Six in the West, but you know that big big game last night. They beat this. They beat the Clippers. Yeah, they played good last night. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Last even night even though sure. the Clippers didn't have Paul George, Kawhi snapped. So yeah. So we've uh, we've got a jam packed lineup for you guys today. Super excited to get through some of these big topics. We're going to take a look at some early season surprises, both individual players and teams. Chat, chat about the Raptors' early season struggles and, uh, man, do they look bad. And we're going to have a little debate about who we think is the best player at each position so far this season. Uh, Tarek, you want to start it off for today?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so I think, um, you know, this, today is the 6th of January 2021. So we've, uh, I think we're midway through um, the first, or sorry, the second week of NBA action. Um, Still a bit early. There is some surprise struggling teams out there. There's some surprise gems, Uh, maybe not so surprise gems. Um, But uh, let's dive right in. So I think uh, we're going to start off with uh, some early struggles. Um, So we'll do early player struggles and we'll do maybe early team struggles um so i think uh my big one for for players this year is is probably pascal um i know we're going to talk about the raptors later just because you know we're both true raptors fans and we don't like what we see so far but you know i still have faith in them still early uh still a weird year they're not playing in Toronto. They're playing in Tampa. Uh, they're surrounded by Americans, so who knows what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, to, to be honest, I mean, the regression has been absolutely, like, abysmal. Like it's I, weird to I see don't, them this way. I don't understand why. It has to be mental. It's like, weird. It it's has really to weird be to see them like There's something, because, like first off, like he doesn't he doesn't have that demeanor that cocky, like, okay, yeah, he's he's confident in his skill, but he's not like he's Cameroonian, right? different grew up in a different atmosphere. He comes to the states. Um, remember, Pascal started playing ball at seventeen, right? But a year ago, people were saying Pascal is gonna be better than Jason Tatum. Well, I don't think anyone is even gonna remotely think like let alone say it think that. Like, okay, the guy has one spin move, but you know what? It always worked. To see it constantly going... You know, if it's not working, you got other moves, man. You're big. You're strong. Go to the rim. Go to the hole. Try and create a play. You know, drift off. Do a little pick and pop. Do some, you know, some some work with with Van Fleet there. Uh, It seems like he's just throwing his hands in the air. I mean, um, he had a nice game last game, but it's just... Like I don't understand what it's going on with his defense either. Um, I actually picked him in fantasy, which was, you know, his numbers so far, statistic-wise, are he's averaging so far seventeen seven three, you know, zero point one steals, but he's shooting forty percent from the field, and he's only averaging one and so like a, you know almost one and a half threes, which is a. You know, for someone who is a starting all-star in the East, someone who is second-team All-NBA, it's just it doesn't make sense. It's it's it has to be mental. I, I I personally think he'll snap out of the funk, but you know, defense is effort. You, you know, like he's he's not even putting in that effort, and um, like the shooting, maybe if his shot falls, you know, to bring it back up to almost twenty-three points a game. That's going to be that's going to be tough. Um the East got stronger. I I don't know if if we will see that, but you know, uh, I I'm, I'm just shocked to see yeah, Pascal. You know what like I'm that.
0: seeing out of Pascal? It's it's the demeanor too. It's it's the demeanor, it's the way that he looks on when he's on ball, the way that he looks when he's off ball. He doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look like he has the it factor anymore. Whatever happened, I personally think it's mental. Because I, I I think so. At the start of the season Nick Nurse was asked, what do you think about how does Pascal look? How does he look in training camp? How is he looking in scrimmages? Nick Nurse's answer was amazing. He looks like a monster. He looks back to his, you know, all-NBA form. And what happened? First First few games of preseason, you could already tell. He doesn't look the same.
1: I mean, he could have just been saying that for media he could shit. have. He
0: could have been right? saying that. Like, That's definitely true. Yeah. I, I think numbers-wise, you yeah. threw out those numbers there. Those are very similar to his most improved player of the year right. numbers, correct? I, I believe so. I believe so as well. Yeah. I think that's, I think Pascal is more that type of player. He's a hustle type of player. He's a grind. He He's all heart. And right now his heart's not in the game. You, you think can, it's because he got paid? I don't think he's that type no. of person. Yeah, I really yeah. don't think he's that, that type of person. Right,
1: right. Is that your early season player struggle? You got your own? Cause, uh, I've, got a
0: okay. I've got a couple. I've got a couple. I've kind of went the other way though with early season. Like... Uh, we're talking about some surprises. My early season surprise is is Steph Curry. Yeah, really? Uh? Ste- Steph is playing like an absolute monster. Yeah, he is. The media man. trashed him, saying that he couldn't carry a team yeah, and he wasn't was, yeah. he wasn't all NBA anymore and he wasn't the Steph of old time. But thirty, the, the oldest player in NBA history to score over sixty points. That's Steph insane, Curry, thirty-two man. years old. Yeah, yeah, you know he looks like he's in what? form. I think Draymond made a big difference. As soon as Draymond came back, you saw... like It looks like MVP Steph is back. He's just taking over the game. On ball, off ball. He's hitting ridiculous threes again. Hey,
1: he, he, he's still showing that he's the reason why everyone chucks up threes, right? Like, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, like... <laughs> I think uh, maybe that's why Kyrie calls the media pawns. Because <laughs> they bring up BS narratives uh, about great players and... You know, look l- look at them. The the um, their game speaks for themselves.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. I'm just gonna quickly go through Yeah, yeah. S- some of, some of Steph's statistics <laughs> so far this season. It's actually mind boggling. he's averaging thirty-two points a game, five point three rebounds, six and a half assists, his uh his shooting splits, he's shooting forty-six percent from the field, thirty-seven percent from three on high volume, free throw, ninety-nine percent. He's still as efficient as ever. I think his... Well, those
1: numbers are fake. Give me some real numbers.
0: Real numbers? What do you mean by real numbers? It's a joke,
1: bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see what you mean.
0: So, I just feel like... I just feel like he's back in form. He, lo- he looks great. He looks really... He looks like he's back in MVP form those, to those me. Those
1: numbers are fake. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you. Like, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, what about uh, early season NBA kind of surprises other than that? Other than player surprises, what else has surprised you this season?
1: Um... Like So player-wise, Zion Williamson. Uh, I mean, the guy is playing really, really good and no one's talking about it, right? I, okay, his numbers aren't going to blow you away. Um, I think, you know, comp- like obviously it's still early in the season, but compare this to Zion that we saw last year, like, it's unreal what he's doing so far. The guy is shooting 53% He's averaging twenty points, eight rebounds, one assist, and and one steal a game. Um, you know, last year for the the season, I don't th- I don't know how many games he played. I think he played like twenty something. But like he was averaging twenty two points, six rebounds, two assists. So his numbers from the first few games have already shown that he's gonna be a monster in this league. Like I think everyone was scared about the the injuries. Um, the fact that he's overweight we always hear he's a bit chubby whatever but you know to come in the league that young um the the highest uh, hyped player since lebron james and lebron james delivered on everything that you know w- w- we thought he would be i think even above our expectations can zion match that i don't think so i don't know he's the youngest guy on 2k but like the guy is playing good i you know give him some time he's he's shocking me because i think everyone thought new orleans would be a playoff contention team because they have brandon ingram they have um, zion obviously and lonzo and a few other good players that got bled so uh, drew was a was a, hit, was a hit but i don't think people were expecting zion to come in the year as a sophomore and just blow it up right like even you got people speaking about ja morant and uh, some other sophomores, um, but not Zion. And he's 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 showing. The, the Honestly, I think nice. he's just
0: scratching the surface. That, to same, be honest, same. Once that team clicks, it's a new coach. Once they get the reps under their belt, I don't
1: know why they fired Alvin Gentry. That's
0: a different story. But I, I just feel like. For, for him, it's just scratching the surface right now. I think that by the end of the season, there's going to be some talks about Zion and, and if the Pelican, Pelicans can make some noise and, and sneak up into like 4-5 range in, in like the standings for the Westerns playoffs I can see him being a, an it MVP a candidate. Bit
1: young for that, but you never know You this never know what this year, season. exactly That's weird that's kind season. of a good
0: transition into my next kind of point yeah. There's It's just been a weird season. <laughs> Have you noticed how many blowouts there's been?
1: Yeah, bro. Like, it, it, some of the games are unwatchable.
0: They're literally y- unwatchable. Y- you know, like, I saw a stat today on online on Twitter. 25% of NBA games that have been played so far have had a 30-point lead at some point in the game. That's fucked. A quarter of the games that's are complete unwatchable blowouts.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that doesn't that does even make sense. It's, it's ridiculous. Like 2K.
0: It's literally 2K. Yeah, it's but in this case... You just throw out your bench and you kind of hope for the best and hope that nobody gets hurt for the end of the game.
1: Those kind of games are good for like rebuilding teams like OKC, but it's not the type of basketball. It's not really entertaining, fans right? want to watch, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I just thought that maybe, you know, the whole Corona thing and, mm-hmm. and playing without fans and things of that nature are really playing into effect for these players. Some of them just don't seem locked in. Like I said, 30-point blowouts, 25% of the games, quarter of the games unwatchable, unplayable.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, like, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I hope it doesn't stay this way, but it probably will. Let's, you know, whatever. It's a weird season. There's no fans, different vibe. Um, but yeah, so.
0: How about a team, Tarek? Which team has really surprised you so far in the first couple of weeks of the, of the NBA season?
1: Um, you know what? Like, uh, <laughs> there's a few of them. Um, to, to be honest, uh, just a backtrack it's it's been New Orleans because like Zion's been impressing me but that team isn't and I thought they would be better. Uh they have the worst bench in the league right like i i I, I mentioned that to you yeah yeah scoring wise they're averaging like 25 points as a bench unit that's terrible me and you could average more than for them you know
0: 100 percent. yeah they need to call us up bro thick on thick
1: (laughs) the, the thick towers forget the twin towers bro but you know what i mean like not not just that it's like um i can't remember the team they were facing the other night um the pacers i believe it was they were up by like I think it was like nine points or something with a minute left, and then they lose in overtime. In
0: overtime, right? Brandon Ingram took thirty-one shots that night. Okay,
1: Brandon Ingram is a monster, but if you are going to OT, you got to at least share the rock. You can't expect because he was he was going off the whole game, and then you're deferring to him all of overtime. The guy's gassed. he couldn't even run up the court anymore. Uh, you yeah, know, they, they, don't the anyone, they don't have anyone. El- they don't have anyone else. They don't have. Uh, veterans anymore They don't have Right like Okay Stephen I mean, Adams
0: JJ's a good vet But I think he's he's, but he's
1: he's definitely Not an impact player anymore. Not anymore Right not anymore. He's, he's a locker room Type of vet Kind of guy uh, He can still play But he's not gonna You know He's not gonna
0: It's not gonna Impact winning
1: And, and he's not gonna Take the game winning Shots anymore Right yeah. Like back in the day You want JJ Taking those shots But um, You know I, I th- Losing Drew Was a huge hit I think them Giving up Drew Was them Not <laughs> you know everyone thinks they may sneak up but maybe they give it a few more years they have a brand new coach like i, I mentioned um I, I'm, I'm i'm shocked with how many games they're giving up right like they should be closing out these games and they're and they're losing them and it, it doesn't make sense if you're gonna be a playoff team that you can't close out um you know with, with a lead up because if they do make the playoffs they're going to get an easy sweep. Whoever, you know, they're going to face a better ranked team with vets, with experience. They're just going to sweep them. You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of a shocker to me. The other one is, is Phoenix. Phoenix is nasty. Phoenix is nasty. I think they're 5-2. Um, Devin Booker, you know, he, he looks the same. Um, he doesn't look like he's improved, but he doesn't have to improve because the guy is nasty. The guy is an all-star, uh, underrated. Um, All they really needed was, you know, the next last piece to the puzzle, and they found it in Chris Paul, right? Like, Chris Paul is amazing. This guy has brought leadership. There's more organization. He's getting under people's skin. You see Paul George trying to beef Devin Booker because Chris Paul is punking him off, you know? (laughs) Like, everyone gets in Paul George's head. It's
0: (laughs) You it's kind of funny to watch. It's hilarious.
1: You, you know, like I don't know if the guy deserves it or not, but like it's it's funny. It's part of the sport. You know, like shit talking is part of sports. You know, if you if you don't have thick skin, like, you you think Michael Jordan or or LeBron James would be this great if they didn't have thick skin? Like, if 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 oh you know people in the media are are are, are, are trash talking them and it affects their game, they don't give a shit. And neither does Chris Paul. DeAndre other looking nice. Mikel Bridges, what, where did this, this guy started popping yeah. off, man. Super athletic, too. So, uh, like, you know, some of the, obviously, some of the rankings, um, y- y- who, who knows, we're going to have some teams that, you know, both of us literally slept on Golden State and look at them. They could easily make playoffs if Curry plays like this. So, um, yeah, those are kind of the surprises there. Yeah. Um, impressive surprises and you know non impressive uh, i've got
0: a couple surprise teams i'll just run through quickly yeah, for quickly sure. here um for me it's indiana mm-hmm. i think indiana's looked so completely solid under new coaching with nate Bjorkren. I think they've looked amazing. Sabonis looks like another All NBA type season for him. I hope that they, injury isn't a
1: bad one. Actually, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I just think right now they just look they look like a like a really good. Con- they have good continuity. Mm-hmm. Looks like they they've been playing together for a while. They have great depth. They're five and two to start the season. They've had a couple really close losses too. They've had some big wins too. I think they beat Boston. They just beat New Orleans, coming back with a big comeback in the fourth quarter there and winning it in overtime. And the second team for me is Philly. Philly's yeah. lead, leading the league at 6-1. and one. I think Doc Rivers is really having a good impact on that team. Their spacing is better. And you know who's made a big impact for them? Low-key? Seth, Seth Curry! Curry Seth Curry! I that guy was going to
1: be the X-Factor. He's
0: averaging, I think, 15 points. He's been playing well on and off ball for them. He's initiating nice their offense. He's clear. a great shooter. The spacing is 100 million times better. 100%. Danny Green's in one corner. Seth Curry's in the other. And B down the middle. I think they just look great. They look really good to me. And that's probably, I didn't think they're going to have that good of a start to the season. Yeah. Usually with new coaching, doesn't pop right away. But uh, well, that, no.
1: That's why I was, you know, I think we spoke about I don't know if who's on um, here, but uh, when we were bringing up James Harden uh, potential trades, which, you know, we may explore again later on just because, you know, he does have two years left. But people were saying Ben Simmons for Curdy. Or sorry for for Harden, I was like, no way, there, there's no way they're gonna do that. I would make that at, trade. Look at them right now. They look great. They look amazing. Yeah, they look man.
0: really. They look like a real contender in and the I East. I think
1: Ben Simmons is probably the best defensive point guard in the league. Right? Like, Yeah, defense.
0: defensive wise. So uh, you're, defensive you're, you're, you're player you're gonna, of the year candidate.
1: You're gonna give up that? I can't hate on James Harden, but like you know what I mean. I'm talking about in terms of you want to compete. You want to. You want to. You win. know what's
0: funny about Harden? What? The man came into the season out of shape. He literally does not <laughs> want to play basketball. And he's murdering people on the court. He's averaging another 33, 34 Ooh. points or whatever it, whatever it is. And the Rockets don't look that bad, to be honest. They look, they look
1: kind of good. Oh, the Rockets, I, look, bro, I told you last week, if, if James Harden stays, they make playoffs. Because he is just unreal he's not he's we've never seen someone like that like you said the guy came straight from a strip club probably hung over you know <laughs> looking thick and he's he drops 44 and then you know what i mean like the guy and he's looking at people he's still licking his lips he, he the the guy is unreal yeah. if it wasn't Are for you, those
0: injuries and and i think Contact tracing and a couple games missed by some of their stars. Their record is two and three, yeah. which isn't like overwhelming, but they could easily be still early, man. Four and one or whatever you know, you it may still be.
1: Still early. Like another surprise. Just to quickly wrap up, I'm not going to go too into this, but I do have. Uh, um, I got to give some props to to the Knicks, man what the hell what is this man we're gonna sound like world... Stephen a right now <laughs> we're living in a world where not only does Corona lock down everything and it's you know no one knows what's going on people are are are, are, are passing away legends are passing away dr Dre is in the hospital now like what's next who, who, you know uh, and the Knicks are beating big teams the New York Knicks do you know who their starting five is? Their starting five is R.J. Barrett, um, Reggie Bullock, uh, Elf Alfred Payton, um, Michelle Robinson, and Julius and my Randall. boy
0: Julius Randall.
1: What a weird starting five! And they got thick Tom Thibodeau, who who just <laughs> plays his players into the ground, and, and like. Bro, what the? I think the only good team that beat them was was Atlanta. They beat Brooklyn. They they beat. They beat. They beat Milwaukee. They beat the
0: Pacers. Um, they oh they've started God. off pretty well in the season. If, if they, and Stephen A was was on point when he was saying that this team has some potential. <laughs> RJ Barrett looks good. Julius oh, Randle looks nice. nice. Mitchell Robinson's nice too. Yeah, I, I do. He, I do like Mitchell yeah, Robinson he, as well. Nice. Defensively, he, he's a beast for hey, sure. Your
1: boy, the young in there, uh, Obi Toppin too. He could be a star.
0: Yeah, he could be. He's uh, injured right now, but uh, I like the way that he was playing for them off the bench. Just energy. They seem like they have. Imagine imagine this team. At Madison Square Garden right now, with fans, with the type of play that they've been playing, in, yeah, it's a NFL. shame that there's no fans in Madison Square Garden right now.
1: Nothing in the world is uh, is as it seems, man. So, um, you know, it's all good. Let's um, let's 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 switch gears a bit. We're, we're going to introduce a new little segment that we've been thinking of. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> it's always fun to talk about ball. Let's test some knowledge about ball. We're going to do some some quick trivia. Uh, it's going to be some rapid fire trivia uh we're gonna do it today i'm gonna be uh uh the, uh the question man Ali's gonna answer so he's gonna show you how much he really doesn't know about sports
0: and for the record i have no idea what these questions are <laughs> but i'm i'm gonna try my best to go uh maybe 10 for 10 whatever it may be yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to get them all right
1: like if you get 50 percent, bro i'll be impressed right. um so just for the record uh, there's seven questions we're gonna do them quick i'll give you 10 seconds to answer um all of the questions, um, historically, um, are not after 99. So, anything from the 20th century on. Okay. Alright, you ready for the first one, Ali? Let's go. Okay, 10 sec. So, I'll, I'll start the, the counter after I read the question, okay? No problem. Okay, so the first question is, who was the finals MVP in 1999? You're on the clock. MJ. Wrong, Tim Duncan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Everyone I had no idea MJ. who it was. I just threw out MJ.
1: Everyone, th- you know, it's the safest. Uh, it's the safest know? bet. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, hit me okay. with another one. All right. You're, okay. So the next one is, whose nickname in basketball is Houdini? Ginobili? Wrong. It's Bob Kuzi.
0: <laughs> Bro, how the hell am I gonna know who the hell Bob Kuzi is? Bro, what do you mean I dribble like him? You don't that's remember? That's true. That's true. You dribbled one foot away from the ground. Uh.
1: <laughs> That's a shout-out for Buzzy. Um, okay, next question. When was your boy, Reggie Miller, born? I just need the year.
0: I'm going to go with 71.
1: Close. It was 1965. Jeez. It was close. It, it, it was close. All right. So, so far, you're all uh, for 3. Um, so, here's the next one up. Who was the first eighth seeded team to make it to the NBA Finals?
0: I have no idea. I'm going to go with. Yes.
1: You still got time. You got five. Random
0: team. I'm going to go with the Knicks. Bro, you're right. No way. I swear
1: to God, they made it in 99. I'm a gangster. When Tim Duncan beat them.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I see where you got most of these questions from, bro. Before anybody cared about uh, about basketball stop, in this family.
1: Stop, stop, Come on, bro. Everyone, every, come on, bro. People cared about basketball in the 80s with Michael Jordan, MJ, and, and you know, come on, bro. But you know what? You got one. That's, that's pretty good. All right, so the next one is, who was Rookie of the Year in 2002-2003?
0: <sighs> Yao Ming.
1: it Absolutely was not Yao Ming. It was <laughs> <laughs> it was Amari Stoudemire. Okay, okay. So he won it before LeBron was drafted. He won it the year after, obviously. Okay, so now we got the two last ones. They're a bit tougher. Um, who was the youngest player to reach ten thousand regular season points in the twentieth century?
0: You said it's a hard question. Youngest so player, I'm.
1: Um, well, think about it. Who's the. Wh-
0: I think it would be LeBron.
1: You know, that's not a bad guess, but it was Kobe Bryant. Who, RIP. You know, that. RIP. R.I.P. That, that one, you know, that one's not. No one can question that, guys. Pure score. This one is uh, the last one, Addy, so good luck. Um, who was the only player in NBA history? To accumulate twenty thousand career points while averaging fewer than fifteen points a game. Twenty thousand points, less than fifteen points a game. Guy probably played for a long time.
0: Tony Parker.
1: It was Robert Parish.
0: There's no way I was guessing that.
1: <laughs> you know what, man? You got one right. That I'm gonna go I'm, with I'm one.
0: I, I guarantee that our listeners are probably gonna go zero for seven too. But uh, you know. If- <laughs> It is what it is. I, I enjoyed the segment. Next week I'll think of a bunch of random questions to ask you and see how you do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hope you guys enjoyed the trivia. Let us know um if you got the answers right and um hit me up if you uh if you think uh you want to hear more trivia or if you have any other ideas for some some quick segments like that. Uh so let's dive back into um to the next topic uh go ahead, Ali.
0: So I think uh, let's maybe backtrack a little bit. I remember uh, before the uh Before our segment, there we're talking a little bit about Siakam's struggles, and why don't we dive into what's wrong with the Raptors right now? I mean, we're Canadian-based, of Ottawa home, home country team. We love the Raptors. We want to be, you know, we want to be up there with the rest of the good teams in the league. I mean, we were a top, top two team last year, bottom of the league this year. What do you think, in your estimation, is wrong with this team right now? Because they just don't look—they don't look like the Raptors.
1: Like, uh, man, like there's a lot of stuff that. I could talk about. Um, I do have some stats that we'll go over, um, both of us. I, I I think a lot of it, too, is probably just the team is not the same team. You know, like, I mean, the NBA landscape has shifted. Uh, longer the days of DeRozan and, you know, before. Like, we've always been a relevant team. But losing Ibaka and, and Marcus All were probably the last hit we needed. Um Aside from Kyle Lowry, there's no real like veteran. There's no real like experience. Like, sure, Siakam and, and Van Fleet are, are bona fide; they're legit players. But you need you need more than that off your bench. You need you need people like that in practice because, you know, Kyle Lowry is probably not, you know, t- training with Aaron Baines and, and and some of the bigs, OG and and, and whatnot. He's training with the guards. You know, the, the bigs have no one. Like, they, yeah, I guess they're they're. That would be Aaron Beans, and, and the guy can't play ball.
0: I, I, I don't know why the hell we even signed him. He, he plays basketball as if he's wearing, like, oven mitts. He can't <laughs> catch the ball. He can't dunk. I've never seen a man, 260 pounds, built like a stone wall, who can't dunk the ball one foot away from the rim.
1: The guy can't even rebound.
0: I don't know what's going on with him, and and there was a lot of hype about him at the start of the season. You know, he's a stretch five Very good defensively. I kept on hearing that, you know, he sets amazing screens and he leads the league in screen assists and all these. I don't see any of that right now. I don't don't see his defensive prowess. I don't see him rebounding. I don't see him setting great screens. He looks like he's lost his confidence. And it's weird because the team has a lot of continuity. There's a lot of players coming. Sure, we lost Serge and sure, we lost Mark, but there's a lot of players on the team who were major impact players for the team last year who were right back. Where they were last year, they're well, still I on think, the team, still playing the same amount of minutes. It's just odd that that they're not playing up to their standard.
1: I think regression is the only real um, excuse for for that. Like, I mean, like we talked about Siakam's mental, but what, what what's Van Fleet doing? What what's Norman doing? Like, you know what I, I mean? Think I think Van
0: Fleet's been fine. It's I think
1: defensively, he's been terrible. Right, like all, all, of them have though, not just Van Fleet. Not saying like Kyle Lowry's been garbage on defense. This is like an elite defender. Siakam has been bad. Um, even Norman Powell has been bad. You are talking about four guys who last year had votes for all defensive teams, and now none of them look like they can play defense. To yeah, they were like- a
0: second rank defense last year. I think defensively they've been okay. It's offensively in the half court where they just look like they're lost. And I, th- I like that idea that you threw out about the regression to the mean. I think last year with Norm Van vliet has been fine, so I'll, I'll keep him out of this because I think he's been playing very well. Maybe the only person that's been playing above above their standard, but especially Norm and Siakam. Last year they really had breakout, maybe life altering, career years. I think I say life altering because I don't think Siakam's ever going to get back to being an all NBA second team All NBA type of guy. And for Norm, he had a career year. I think he averaged 17 points per game. He was, if he didn't start so many games, he would have probably been in the running for Sixth Man of the Year. He shot over 50% from the field, over 40% from three. Defensively, he was average, but this year he's been horrible. He's missing defensive assignments. People are back, you know, backdooring layups nonstop against him. They're feasting on him on on the defensive side of the ball. But I think the regression of Pascal and Norm, Matt matched with losing surge and mark two big pieces for the team it's kind of like you've lost four players siakam's not who he was norm is nowhere near who he was you lost surge you lost mark alex len and and aaron baines are are not cutting it out they they just i feel like they don't fit with the continuity of the team or the game plan or the offensive schemes i i think this season uh, it's looking especially tonight i'm terrified to see booker and chris paul Porch them tonight in the mm. pick and roll because their pick and roll defense have, has been absolute atrocious. But I, I think this season's not—it's not, uh, not going to go as planned for the Raptors.
1: I think you're overreacting about Siakam. I think he'll be fine. Um, I mean, the guy is not that far off from what he was last year statistically, defensively. Sure, I think defense is mental. I still have faith in the guy. I'm not going to lose faith after you know seven games of, of, of bad play. Um, if he can get back to the Siakam we saw last year, which was, I think, like 28 points, um, off the top of my head, I can't remember, but I I don't see why he can't do that in the East. He's not going against really crazy shooting small four, you know, LeBron, like, maybe, I guess, the honest KD, but he's not going to be going against these crazy ones. If he can get back to just what we saw last year, he's an all-star player in the East, and I think he will. I think he'll get over the mental hurdle. He's still young. I still have faith in the guy. We paid him. You said earlier you don't think it's the pay. Um, so I'll give him some time. Um, I have no faith in Norman. Um, I think Kyle Lowry may step it up. But the thing with Kyle Lowry is at that age, the guy is old. I think he's like 34 now. You can't have him be elite defensively and elite offensively. Not even LeBron's like.
0: He can't that. be your leader at that age. He can't. He and can't he can't be a number one option at absolutely. 35 years old or whatever he is right now. But if right you now.
1: want him to shoot and score like, you know, 18-20 points a game, he can't play hard defense. Right? He's not, he doesn't have he, he's not able to to keep up anymore with the young legs and who, bro like look at look at the other people off our bench. Like we have we signed Alex Len. Like what what are they doing? Like you know what I mean? Um on top of that too they're shooting way too many threes. Right we were talking about that earlier. I'll most throw of out the league, percentage you're saying. The, yeah, so th- there's they're attempting forty four point eight threes threes again this year, but they're only shooting 33.5%. That's garbage. L- like if you're going to shoot that many threes, they have to be smart threes. Right, but no one shoots that many threes and, and makes them smart. Maybe we saw like.
0: There's a lot history. of good shooters who are struggling. OG struggling. Yeah. Pascal was a, a good three-point shooter last year. Struggling, like we mentioned, Norm They're not playing Matt Thomas off the bench anymore. So there goes a really good shooter. And
1: Terrence Davis doesn't look good, man. The,
0: Remember, there was hype about him. You know what it is too. Like I think possibly two a big factor is, is is going to play in Tampa Bay right 100%. they're not at home they're yeah. not with their families they're not yeah. in their own all beds the Americans are looking at them the majority of them are still living out of the hotel yeah
1: yeah exactly it's not it's not comfy they it's may not be away ideal. from their it, they're facing a mental thing all season long they're in a bubble all season long technically right so you know on top of that too like i i don't know what the silver lining is because nick nurse doesn't look like he knows how to adjust right now. They don't look like they know what they're Which doing. Which is on odd defense, because Nick
0: Nurse right? is an amazing coach. coach. One coach of the year last year. He was known for his change ups and his ability to switch on the fly yeah. and his scheme. So it's odd that they're playing this way. It it's it's it really frustrating sense. to watch them right now. Yeah,
1: so so it's definitely I mean and and you know the, the other side I have for you Ali is um their bench is averaging thirty points a game. That's the fourth worst in the league, right? So the only ones that are worse are Indiana and the Rockets bench, which both average 29. And then, as I mentioned, New Orleans who averages 25. Like, you can't... So your second unit can't outscore anybody. So your starters have to play good. But they ain't, right? And
0: that's why last year, having... Norm with a career year off the bench and Surge coming off the bench. I know Mark was injured a lot, but Surge came off the bench the majority of the games. It was a boost to the team.
1: You know what, man? Uh, at least the only thing too, is Surge and Mark look don't look that great anyways. So, I
0: mean, <laughs> it's nice to be And Surge just looked okay. <laughs> Mark is Mark. Mark is he's on that Lakers team to play defense, grab rebounds, mm-hmm. facilitate nice, their offense. Nice passing, That's yeah. all, right? Yeah. He's not really there to be a difference maker. And he wasn't really that for the Raptors, but he understood their defensive scheme. He's a former defensive player of the year. I, I think they've really, really missed those two centers. Oh,
1: no, no no doubt. No doubt. I mean, I think um, the Raptors, what they're going to end up doing is they're going to try and and run it this year. Um, Do you
0: see a trade? Do you see a trade for Kyle Lowry happening?
1: You know, there's, there's talks about it. I, I wouldn't be against it at this point just because... Like, I think if he had a choice and they offered him a contract, he would he would probably take it. Let's say
0: hypothetically, hypothetically the team is out of the playoffs, nowhere near getting into that play, or maybe close to the playing game, but he's on an expiring contract, and Masai comes to him and asks him, you know, we got a chance to go to a real contender, any of the LA teams, maybe Philly, he's from, he's from North Philly. Do you think the Raptors pull the trigger on that trade, or do you think Kyle would even want to go somewhere at this point? I don't,
1: I don't, I don't know it's a tough question. I mean, personally, I don't I think he's like a DeMar DeRozan type of guy, you know, he, he has that loyalty, he has the love for the city. He does a lot for the community. He has charities for children and 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 you know like he's a he's a great person. Um that all that is to say is I think if the Raptors look like, you know, we're not we're not going to make it anywhere with this with this roster. Um we've invested in in Siakam and Van Fleet. They're going to be our future. Kyle Lowry deserves to be on a team that can, you know, compete for a ring, and and, and I don't, th- I think Masai would pull the trigger because the guy did it, you know, he, he pulled off one of the best trades ever, right, and 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 we won a championship, right, so, you know, if he if he has the chance to trade Kyle Lowry for some assets and Kyle Lowry gets to go to a contender and and, and he's cool with it, do it, even if he's not cool with it and they trade him and he goes to a contender. You know, I'd be happy for the guy to compete. Um, if he demanded a trade, it'd be different, because then I wouldn't like him.
0: Um, I don't think he's type to demand. I think I it would think be a mutual like thing. That. I think but it would be mutual. At, at this
1: point, man, the guy should compete for a ring. The guy, I'm, I'm I'm, a big Kyle Lowry fan. He is an amazing point guard. Um, it, you know, it's just, what can you get for, for an aging vet who's still good? Um, I
0: think he, he possesses a lot of value, to be honest. I mean, he's a leader. Yeah. He can still shoot to three. He facilitates your offense. He's Always in defensive yeah, defensive position. Yeah. Why not? Why not a first and maybe like an up and coming maybe prospect or even some picks or even a, yeah a Just couple take, picks. Take
1: some picks, man. Look at look at what OKC traded for Chris Paul, right? I mean, I
0: enough. don't think they get that type of return, but why not? I well, think possibly Benny, yeah, in in yeah. that case is a young stud prospect. And maybe a first round pick.
1: And then you can have Malachi Flynn take over the reins and get some exposure. Exactly. He looked, he looked pretty good, man. He, he was like a pretty hyped up prospect. In preseason, so. he looked really good, too. Yeah, that's right. You know, so I wouldn't be against it, but, you know, again, still early in the season. Let's see if they pick it up. Let's see if the Tampa Bay Raptors are the Tampa Bay Raptors or if there is still the Toronto Raptors. Because this. You know, if if this is what we see, this is because they're the Tampa Bay Raptors, right? This isn't Toronto, okay? Once they get back here, you know, Trish is gonna throw them some parties. You know, they're gonna be with Jack Armstrong, Leo Rawins. Yeah, they'll be good. They'll be good.
0: I really hope so, because for my mental health and for watching them, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore watching these blowouts. So <laughs> <laughs> it's driving me nuts, to be oh, honest. Man. It's so weird to see them like so out of sorts and yeah. getting beat all these games. But uh, let's switch gears now. Um, I, me and Tarek have been going through a couple things lately about uh, the NBA and about some players that have really stood out to us this season. Uh, we're going to go through uh, maybe our top five at each position Uh for the year, maybe your top point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. Mm-hmm. You want to go first in yeah, the sure. session? The floor is yours, my friend.
1: Yeah, so I think um, for, for something like this, obviously, we're not, you know, we'll look at the seven games, but you know the body of work because in order to even be in the discussion for potential best point guard, potential best whatever position, you have to be elite. I think we all know the elite players in the game. Um, so, for me, I, 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 I struggled going back and forth. Um, point guard's hard. There's so many good point guards, man. But you mentioned it earlier, man. The best point guard in the league is still Steph Curry. The guy is just amazing, man. And okay, sure, he's not the greatest defensive player or whatever. He still gets a bit of steals. I think steals are, you know, a bit of a, one of those misleading stats that people think they're good at defense because they get steals but like you said bro the guy dropped 62 the other the other night um he's the main option the team does have uh some other players who can score as much as wiggins and and, and kelly Oubre are struggling they can score you have to respect uh their game wiseman's nasty him and wiseman pick and roll curry is still the best point car the guy can carry a team revolutionize the game uh, two-time MVP I don't have to say anymore my my top shooting guard that one was really hard but I'm still gonna give it to James Harden. I, I I don't see anyone better than James Harden. and and you know what people are wrong the guy's a good defender like he it last year in the playoffs he proved it right and, and I'm sure you've seen those 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 highlight memes bro those no look steals those his pesky hands qu- quick little, you know, just positioning himself because he can read the game, his vision, his IQ. The guy is the the craziest scorer we've ever seen, right? Like, no one's seen Will. Maybe all the people who've seen Will are super old, but like, Will wasn't shooting like this, like the guy, you know, the Will wasn't controlling a game. This guy controls games. He gets refs to call, you know, calls that don't even make sense because he hugs the ball and runs with it and they don't know what to do. You know, how the hell do you ref someone like that? They're thrown off by his beard. (laughs) (laughs) You know, small forward, up for debate. I think there's only two small forwards in the league that you can even debate, you know, LeBron and KD. I still think LeBron's better. Um, You know, if if KD never got injured, there's maybe a a bigger argument. I know some people right now say he's still better even coming off this injury, but he's not, man. LeBron LeBron's still the best. Look what he's doing. The guy still has uh, these. He walks in the court, drops a triple double like it's nothing, goes home and takes a deuce, and he's chilling. You (laughs) know what I mean? Like the, the guy's an animal. You know, for power forward, I struggled as well. Um I was convinced though and I, I will give it to him I think it's Anthony Davis. I mean it was between him and Giannis. I was really leaning towards Giannis but you know Anthony Davis started off the season a bit slow. Uh, I think Giannis had a few duds too but um like the guy the guy can't do no wrong. You know he 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 can shoot the three, he can post up, he can shoot the mid-range. He's great. You can't foul him. He's great at the line, right? You know like the guy's an elite defender he's getting three blocks and three steals the past two games like you know you can't you can't really approach him he he, he's a he's a huge body um the guy is a killer he showed it last he's a champion he showed it last year right all all of that yeah he's not a killer by himself sure sure you need lebron there everyone says lebron isn't a killer well guess what both of them together killed everybody so um, you know, people are saying, well, if, if the Clippers faced them, it would have been a different story. Guess what? The Clippers choked Crimea River. Okay, Le- LeBron and A D are the champs. A D is definitely the best power forward. He was robbed a defensive player last year. He should win it this year if he plays like he played last year. And he's still an MVP candidate. And the best center in the league right now, up for debate, but is it really <sighs> Nikola Jokic. The Joker. The most Interesting man in the world. You know that Doseki commercial? That's Joker, bro. That's where that beer came from. This guy is seven foot tall, controlling games. Like, is nothing laughing at people because they think he's this like weird, chunky looking guy who. You know, he, he looks like he doesn't really work out, doesn't fit in. You know, he looks like the awkward guy who wouldn't talk to girls at parties. But, you know, he, he's, he, he wouldn't even need to talk to them. He could take your girl. You know what I mean? This guy is brilliant. He, Denver hasn't been playing as great, but Joker is carrying them. If Denver finishes in the top two, top three, Joker is an easy MVP candidate, right? I think... Um he's like he, he has like some ridiculous he's averaging like over twelve assists or something. He's so he's league in assists. Do you believe that as a center? How? And he's still shooting the ball. He can still rebound. And you know, the guy's a killer. He's a, he's guy, a point the guy's, center. The guy's, a, the guy's a, he's a straight, He's a hybrid. I swear he's, he's a hybrid. He's insane, bro. Like like people were like, he can't carry a team, He can't do it in the playoffs. He he, he was proved down three one. And I, I know Murray played on real. But this guy is the the best player on that team. This guy is the leader. The offense runs through him. Um, you know, he, he beat um, he was down three one against Utah. They beat them. He beat Kawhi and Paul George, right? He even gave the Lakers a bit of trouble, man, because he's a problem. No one can guard him. No one can guard a seven foot. He's a better version of what Porzingis was, right? And Por- I I was a big Porzingis fan. You know. So, anyways, like th- those are my top five. Um, what do you got?
0: All right, so just for conversation's sake, I I really looked at not the continuity of their careers or how well they've been playing over the last five years or whatever. I'm just talking about right now. For me, the players that I think that are just absolutely torching the league. For my, You know I'm a big Damian Lillard fan. I don't think he's had a great start to the season, but uh, my point guard that's playing out of his mind right now is is Kyrie Irving.
1: You're betraying Dame. Dame's my guy. Oh my god. But Kyrie's I have to tweet at him for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, Kyrie's
0: just carrying carrying the load right now for he's Brooklyn. Dead Kyrie too. over Curry. Kyrie over Curry yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah, I no, would. That's crazy. Just continuity wise, for from the start of the season till now. Crazy. From the beginning till now, I think Steph's really put it on and he's really put the gas to the to the pedals of the metal, whatever you want to call it. But I'm talking about hey, start man. start of the season till now. Kyrie's looked incredible. He's he's coming off an injury. He's got a new coach. Basically, a, he is the coach. He, what do you mean okay, now? we can call him <laughs> the coach. Uh, he's coming off an injury. He's got a new team. He has to mesh with KD. New starting lineup. I think last night Steve Nash uh, flirted with a new starting lineup that worked really well. They blew out Utah. Kyrie played out of his mind. I'm just gonna go over some of his statistics for the year. He's he's averaging 27 points per game. Five and a half rebounds, six assists. The man is shooting absolutely lights out from three point lands, 43%, field goal at 50. And you want to hear his free throw percentage? 100%. The man hasn't missed a free throw yet. It's
1: been 7 games,
0: Ali. He's 50-40-100. How it's can you argue with that? It's 7 games. Okay, my 7 friend. games. Whatever you want to call it. For me, he's absolutely been a beast. He's carrying that team. The Let's record isn't that The record isn't that great. I really hope it doesn't get injured because the way that he's playing right now is just I can't miss a Brooklyn game right now because I can't I can't help but think what's Kyrie gonna pull just, off tonight
1: can I just ask you though I, I thought Kyrie felt good that he had Kevin Durant to clutch shots so why why has why Kevin Durant been bricking shots clutch shots wait why is Kyrie bricked that clutch shot didn't he
0: one oh. game We're talking about one game one shot seven
1: games. bro I'm just mm-hmm. saying I'm just Kyrie's saying. a flat earther uh,
0: <laughs> Kyrie's my guy and you know that I remember when you yeah, guys boasted me a couple seasons ago for not taking Kyrie in my in my fantasy league but uh, I took him this year and he's yeah, he's, he's killing Kyrie, it for yeah. me.
1: No, I think Kyrie definitely is up there as a top. Th- yeah, Dame would be the other one. I yeah. think those three can. Come and for conversation
0: sake, I didn't want to take the same player as you, so Kyrie's my guy for today. No,
1: no, no, don't lie. Uh, we didn't, we didn't <laughs> know that you you picked Kyrie and I picked Kyrie. I th- I was surprised you picked Kyrie. To be honest with you, I can't hate. The guy's amazing, right? I, I I'm just saying, like I I take Curry,
0: but anyways, well, you I'm, can take Curry. I'm take Kyrie. Yeah, I'm telling fun, you right I'm now, Kyrie's... I'll uh... Take
1: my two-time MVP, three-time champion over Kyrie any day. So are we gonna debate this? I thought this was a debate. This will
0: be the debate for the next uh, for the next topic on the next show. But uh, <laughs> my uh, my shooting guard right now, I think, who never gets any love, absolutely never gets any love, season after season, beast, averaged thirty a year last year, picked up where he left off, averaging thirty again this year, playing well on both ends of the ball, creating without my boy Russell Westbrook, who was uh, missed a couple games, but it's Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal Bradley is Beal like, unreal, is unreal So underrated He never gets any love From the media Never gets any love From other From from anybody First hey,
1: player in history To average 30 And not make an all star team
0: Which is absolutely Rob- Bonkers They robbed him They robbed the man Like I said Bradley Beal is my guy At shooting guard I think this season Like I said They've gotten off To a kind of a shaky start There in Washington I still believe in that team I believe that they can pull it together, and because, like I said in the first episode, they they are going to be probably that that play in team. So I think once once him and Russ start meshing, they're really going to take off. And like I said, Bradley Beal right now is setting the league on fire for, and for my uh, my small forward, just for like I said this season, the sake of this season, not continuity of their full entire resume, but Jason Tatum at small forward. <laughs> Jason Tatum is lighting up the league right now why are you laughing so hard okay we'll let Tarek Over laugh it LeBron. off I'm talking about right now the way that he's playing LeBron he's he's been carrying, been carrying Tatum. the LeBron is ca- okay LeBron has ad okay. who does Jason Tatum have to carry the load Jalen Brown's LeBron. been playing really well my okay, they've good. had a lot of injuries on that team, also and take the East, bro, doesn't matter. It we, does matter. We, we, the East is you not. A, say it doesn't matter. Do you think the matter. East is weaker than the West? Of Absolutely. course, but 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 the teams in that that conference have gone a hundred times better.
1: Bro, I don't think not a hundred times. Not a hundred no times better, but they've all. gotten better. Because, bro, you know who I missed too. I'm sorry to, to go off topic. Jimmy Butler's been playing like doo doo he's been playing like garbage have you not seen him he's been
0: Jimmy Parler is not a top 10 player in the league we're not talking about 10-10 I'm just saying in general the, the, he's not he's not that great he's that team okay, maybe Miami's regressed a little bit but I think I the st- team is good I just think Butler s- is okay right? I still think for me Jason Tatum is really proving something this season he's out with a chip on his shoulder I think losing in, in five games in the conference finals in the East has really rubbed him the wrong way and I think he's just out for blood yeah. he's 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 legitimately playing like an MVP candidate type of guy, and uh, my power forward. I know you skimmed over him there roughly, but uh, Katie. Katie Ka- is a small forward. Katie plays power forward.
1: I mean, I guess, but he's listed a small forward. Okay, Whatever, for for argument's sake, it. I'm going to take, take him as yeah, my power forward because he does fun. play the
0: four. For 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 coming off the worst injury in sports, specifically the worst injury in basketball, to be doing what he's doing right now for Brooklyn. He's torching guys on the court. But he, he's
1: not playing defense like AD. I'm,
0: AD, I'm just... I, I gave you your time. I let you talk. I let you say everything you want to say about AD sure and, his, <laughs> and his ugly ass eyebrow. But uh, I'm I'm going to take I'm gonna take KD, at, uh, KD at small forward. And uh, I think like I said, he's missed a couple of games. And once he really gets his footing back underneath him and he really starts playing these basketball like how he used to, he's, I don't think he's getting to the rim that great, but Maybe he's just not comfortable with getting to the rim right now. He's shooting amazingly. He's passing. He's being a leader. He's doing all the small stuff that adds up to him being one of the best players in the league again. And he looks like he's KD. He hasn't missed a beat. Even if he's 90% KD, he's still 90% better than the rest of the league. So for me, the small forward position is really... It was a tough one, but I want to give some love to KD. And center-wise, I... I couldn't. I couldn't argue. I couldn't go around with uh, without taking Jokic too. The man is an you? absolute hybrid. Like I said, he's a he is the new position. He's a point center. He runs the floor defensively. He's whatever. But on that team with the firepower that they have and they possess, I don't think it really matters. Like we said, he's leading the league in assists. He has amazing chemistry with uh, seems like every one of his teammates, and he has eyes on the back of his head.
1: Yeah no I, I yeah I mean, so like um we got a um pretty good uh, top five each, um so I think uh, you know we'll leave that up to you guys the audience uh you know if it's um you know head to head who you guys taking you taking Curry Harden LeBron AD and Joker or are you taking Kyrie Beal. Tatum, KD, and Joker.
0: And we're talking about this season, how they're playing this season, we're not, not, not the their best. entire resume.
1: No, no, no. We're talking about who's the best player okay, at you're, their position. Okay, you're
0: talking best player at their position in the league as a in total? I'm saying the best player at their position right now, playing okay, in the so first week, two weeks of the season.
1: Everyone evaluates seven games and then and then make your <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was a lot of fun. Uh, mad love to you all.
0: So we're going to shout out, a quick shout out to our new Twitter page uh, off the backboard. It's uh, backboard underscore off. If you guys want to take a look at it, we'll be putting up some of our content there. You guys can join us. Hit some replies, hit some likes, whatever you like, if you have any suggestions for the podcast, if you have any suggestions for things we'd like to talk about, or if you just hate our takes, which you probably will, because, you know, Tarek thinks that, uh, like I said on the last episode, he's the one with all the hot takes, so <laughs> that, that's a shout out for Buzzy, too. Oh uh,
1: man, Yeah, so um, please like, subscribe, we're going to be sharing the podcast, uh, we're going to be out here every week, uh, just talking ball, um, having a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let us know what you think. Uh, And we'll see you at the next show of Off the Backboard.
0: Yeah, much love. Peace.